Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 73 of Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. As always, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We also on YouTube now. New thing we started for 2021. So you can actually look at us and see us. You know what I'm saying? If you want to just kind of be in tune, you feel me? Sometimes Malik might say, you know, Malik might say some shit where I'm just like, and you got to see my reaction. Yeah. So now you can see our reactions now on YouTube, Young Kings Wrestling. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. While you're there, get you some merch. Young Kings Wrestling BLM shirts available at ykwrestling.com. Just click the link that says what a maneuver on ykwrestling.com. I had to get my salesman on, so I'm just keep saying the website until everybody knows what it is. That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, proceeds from these shirts are deposited uh, into a fund that goes toward legitimate causes benefiting Black Lives Matter. Legit causes, not like stupid stuff that doesn't matter, not bullshit, like putting all your funding into producing a video of a woman twerking at the MLK monument on National Mall in Washington, D.C. No, our money goes towards something productive, okay? We keep yeah. it real over here. So it's support that fund, man. Support the Young Kings Wrestling Black Lives Matter Fund, the real stuff. I'm, I'm going to low-key change the name of it because, but, you know, because, you know, Black Lives Matter is a, I think it's, it's starting to develop a little bit of a, a negative connotation, not, not with the, the pundits, but just with actual people who are down for legit causes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But such a stain on the actual Black Lives Matter name that I think at this point, we got to come up with something new. We might. We'll still get the Um, shirt, though. Yeah, yeah. Because we put it to the mom and pop shops, you know what I'm saying? Not the the corporations. Shout out to What a Maneuver. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, IMTC Fontaine. The essential wreak havoc. Check out the havoc hour. Uh, Malik is a uh, you know Malik stay busy, Mister Twenty Four Seven. So, my what do you say you had to do today? A basketball game or something? Uh, yeah, he do. He got shoots, shoots all the time. Like I, <laughs> I assume it's all basketball because shout out the ball dogs. Uh, shout out to them. I got Malik working with ball dogs. Uh, got him some work during the pandemic, so I'm proud of him. Happy for him. You know, anybody uh, that got some work during the pandemic or at least kept a job during right. the pandemic, like, I kept my job. So, fortunately, but facts. Me too. <laughs> I just seen that the other that the other day he was uh at that that UNLV game. Yeah, boy made that dude made the dude touch the earth out here. Good God. I got to stay at the UNLV games. I haven't been to one in like a year and a half. It's been a yeah. pandemic. I, I, ain't, I didn't go to any last year. So like the last ones I went to was probably like two seasons ago. Before they got the new coach. So I haven't been in no games with the new coach. Oh, man. Listen, all that. It's all bad. But next year we might be out here, man. Uh, my guy, Reed, man, how you been living? How you doing? 
You been catching up on any wrestling, watching some old stuff? Yeah, you know, it was crazy. I went, like, I've been back and forth in between years, you know what I'm saying? Because I went back, I don't know what made me do it, but I went back to watch one of the matches on WrestleMania 32. I think it was, uh, oh. It was about 11 of them, so. AJ, AJ. Uh, uh, AJ watched. Yeah, because I watched his Untold. So oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was AJ and Jericho. Uh, Jericho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Shane was Undertaker when he jumped off the, he jumped off the cell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I watched his Untold, which was, it was dope, by the way. Um, yeah, it was fire. So I went back and so I'm like, Yo, he really, like 2016 was really his year. Like he really was standing out. So I went back and I watched the matches from there. Uh, the many he had, the match he had with John, Money in the Bank, uh, SummerSlam, everything like that. Right, which match then I went back into my... I'm sorry. Oh, SummerSlam. Off. SummerSlam, most definitely. SummerSlam over Rumble? Oh, oh, uh, Rumble? Rumble was the one. Yeah, yeah. Now that's... That's not even a question. Like Rumble had me like <laughs> in and out my seat. <laughs> like that was crazy. Um, but yeah, like after that, it was definitely SummerSlam. SummerSlam the number two, right behind Rumble. But um, yeah, no, I went through that, through that, and then flipped back over to 06. You know what I'm saying? Uh, skipping around a little bit because trying to just get through to November now. But yeah, man, it's. Getting around to a lot of this stuff, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff. I I feel like I just I either don't remember or I just missed all together because I'll be watching some of this stuff like yo, yeah, I was I, really wild yeah. back in the day. Hell, I forgot about this man. <laughs> like uh, I've, yeah. I've been watching uh 2002. You know, I was watching 01 last year, but it's New Year, so it's 2002. Uh, the Royal Rumble was last week, so Triple H won the Rumble. Um. This week, I watched uh, Vince's uh, Poison promo, the one where he started planting the seeds for the NWO. Yeah, that that yeah. one. Yeah, that was on some other yeah. stuff. Uh, I watched some old Rumble matches, 03, where Brock won, and John Cena had the worst big jeans of all time, the most 2003 jeans you could ever see in your life. Uh, very, very oh baggy, uh, very, very yeah. uh, unnecessary. <laughs> egregious, felonious amounts of denim in those jeans. Uh, I watched 01, Stone Cold won it, uh, Drew Carey entered in, uh, Kane set what was initially a record that stood for like 14 years, most eliminations in a Rumble match before Roman uh, passed him up in 2014, I think, 13 years. Uh, And I watched the Best of Attitude Era Rumbles I started that one, so it started out with 97, kind of shitty rumble. Uh, 98 was the one where Mick Foley entered in three times. And 99 uh, is the one I'm currently watching. It's the one Vince McMahon wins. Oh, God. (laughs) Trolling everybody, man. 2001 was like a damn hardcore match because they had like yeah the trash can and the chairs and, the and that's when Kane came in and cleared all these niggas out like one by one like Kane got about like seven eliminations in. I don't see why they don't do that more often. It's like y'all know there's no rules in this match except going over the top. So it's like yeah. I mean you don't gotta go crazy, but it's like 
When at least somebody whose gimmick would fit. You know what I'm saying? Who I don't know who whose gimmick would currently fit. But yeah, um, I am on some nerd stuff. I have currently watched uh, 119 new matches on TV this year alone, which. <laughs> Which, which it sounds like a lot, but it, it's not a lot. Watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite every week. Uh, I'm I'm very likely to catch Impact Wrestling on a Tuesday, so you'll add you know when you add Impact Wrestling to the mix. Um, sometimes I'll turn on NXT UK. Oh yeah, uh, it, you know the, the Corona Riddle episode of Monday Night Raw had ten matches. So the number is going to go up. You know, like a lot of matches got reset or like somebody's like Jeff Hardy lost to, uh, you know, Capital Invader. And then uh, he challenged Elias right afterwards. So he had like two. Yeah. So a lot of guys had like double matches at that, that episode of Raw. So the numbers yeah. went up a little bit. And I watched my first episode of 205 Live this year on Friday. They smart. It very smart. smart. I think yeah. Triple H is in in somewhere in our archives. Seventy three episodes. I don't remember. I don't know. Somewhere in our episode, you know, somewhere uh, we have we have just clamored time and time again for Mister H's to to treat two hundred five live like the counterpart to NXT that it is. And I think he finally did that last week because he had uh, some dusty classic matches on the show. I, I just I didn't know until I was scrolling on my timeline and I seen Killian Dane had a match on 205 Live. I'm like, fam, you do not fit the requirements to wrestle on this show. <laughs> so right. I automatically knew that all oh, Triple H finally did it. And uh and this week he had women wrestling on 205 Live for the first time. Not for the first time. I think I think like Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox had a match on 205 Live, like a, a mixed tag back when the show first started. But Facts. this is the first ever uh, all women's match. Uh, Dusty Classic, first round. Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell defeated Gigi Dolan, formerly known as Priscilla Kelly, and uh, Cora Jade, uh, formerly known as Elena Black. And in the main event, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa, uh, they are replacements in the Dusty Cup. I think uh, it's uh, Shanti Adonis was hurt. I think after he got his ass beat by Karrion Cross, and they, they wrote him out of the match, which I guess is the way you want to put Champa and Thatcher in there, and I think they're going to go all the way and, and win the whole thing. I just, I'm like, how did we we turn around this fast to them becoming part? Like they, he they just beat the shit out of each to, other, and they got mutual respect for each other after that. So he, it was just like, like he almost broke this man's leg in the fight pit last <laughs> on Wednesday, and now they they teaming up. Friday, like that. I, I don't know, man. That's. I mean, I I said early in this whole thing, like after they had the first match, I'm like, okay, I could see them teaming up at some point because Champa's not really a face. We're just looking at him like one, and we know Thatcher's a heel, so it's like it would make sense after the first match. It's like okay, if they wind up teaming up again, but once they do the second match, I'm like, okay, so y'all just turning this into a rivalry, so it's no point in teaming them up. And after that fight, it's like, yo, I, you get your ass whooped like that both ways. How do you turn around and say, okay, let's be partners. Let's tag up together. Like, 
I don't know if I could trust a man that whooped my ass that bad. Oh, well, it does. Yeah, most definitely. Because I I think the last time they did this was was Sheamus and Cesaro. And they started teaming for five years. That's true. That's true. (laughs) They teamed for about five years, I think it was. Maybe four. They definitely did. But one hell of a championship. They had the best of seven series, which what the hell happened to that? It was a it was a draw, and then Mick Foley was just like, "Y'all are too good. I want to team y'all up. Y'all could be dominant together." And lo and behold, yeah, well, I'm saying like, why they don't do that no more? The bar so, don't get enough respect. And you, oh, listen, Cesaro don't get. I, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. I want to talk about be, Cesaro this week. That 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 might well, be my rant. So, uh, uh, agenda for today's episode, uh, our main event, our main topic. We are going to give our Royal Rumble predictions because I don't know if we're going to, you know, you know our schedules are. So I don't know if we'll be able to record before this uh, next Sunday when the Rumble actually happens. And there's no point in doing a prediction show after the fact. So we're going to get our predictions out the way. This is my favorite pay-per-view. I'll be damned if I don't get any predictions in. So Cesaro, we're going to talk about my guy when we get to that. Uh yeah, shout out to 205 Live. I hope I hope it's something they stick with past the Dusty Classic. Like once the Dusty Classic is over, don't go back to the old format. Treat treat this like like your your second show for NXT. Get some yeah. people who don't get any television time on the show. Like you don't gotta you know it should just be 205 Live in name at this point. You'll probably That's change them at some point anyway. It's like that. That's where apparently. Uh, I, I guess Monsoor has, has his matches on Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, Manny is undefeated, and like and like the and like the the Bollywood boys and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, so I mean, you need to you need to get eyes on this product, and we definitely did say I don't know what episode it was, but we definitely did say to you know put some of these these stars that you know even because you know that they're, they're their rosters are stacked, they got enough depth, so it's like take some of this talent. Bring them on over to Friday nights after SmackDown. Do your 205 live. And, you know, that that attracts more eyes because the way they promoted it in the beginning just wasn't working. It's like y'all, y'all gave us the whole spiel of oh, high flying action under two under 200 pounds. Okay, that's cool, but it's like then you didn't give they us didn't, anything. They didn't do anything to make us care about it. Like, yeah. I think the only person actually not that I think it was the, the only person who was familiar. To audiences like your casual WWE audience who was on 205 Live, Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Former WWE yeah, champion Brian Kendrick. <laughs> for like, it for happened. like what, 10, 10, it happened. Google, if you don't believe it, fellas and ladies, Google it. Oh, man. Brian Kendrick, WWE champion. There's an image. It is legitimate. You can go watch the pay per view, Unforgiven 2008. It happens. It was a championship scramble in which whoever pins one participant in the match, I think there was five. Yeah. Uh, whoever the pins champion. a participant becomes interim champion until Perfect. someone else gets pinned or made to submit. And at the end of that, was it 30 minutes? 20. 20. At the end of that 20 minutes, whoever has last scored the pinfall or submission walks away the champion. So Brian Kendrick was technically was, WWE champion for a, a few minutes. It's yeah. facts. Yeah. 
Brian Kendrick, WWE champion. That's my guy. I think uh, I think they 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 should have went more more in with him. But it was really oh, yeah. it was really just a vehicle for 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 Big Zeke, but pretty much. Shout out to Big Zeke too. That's a fact. He another one they didn't go in with. Like, I thought him winning the IC belt, I thought it was gonna do something. And then you gave him the ECW title just to be the last person to hold it before you get rid of it altogether. So it's like uh, and they gave him the, the IC with the core. Yeah, which I didn't like him in that group. Honestly, nah. it's like it's, it's it's true value Nexus or whatever's left of him. Right. Nexus version two, and he was already paired up with somebody. You don't need him in a group. You just let him do his thing, or give him give him an he actual was, manager that's not taking a spotlight off him. Yeah, he was he was millennial Ahmed Johnson. Like, oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that's how they positioned him. Like it was, they gave him the IC oh. title and everything. He was he was he was Ahmed Johnson 2.0. Like Man. I think he was better than Ahmed Johnson, but the he way was. they booked him was was oh. was strictly like he had to, he had red he had red trunks and everything, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, you can be the next Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, fact. The memories, the thing, the things that that come to mind that you see Ahmed Johnson. It's just like, oh, I don't he wasn't one of the rumbles I watched him. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm still on the first part of the podcast too. By the way, the most uh, com- most common thing they all say Ahmed Johnson used to beat motherfuckers up in that ring. <laughs> legit. Oh my god. Very stiff. I already was a very stiff work. Uh facts. I don't know at what point we're at on the podcast. Uh, I can't see the recording Tom, but I'm still on the intro. Um <laughs> uh last 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 on my intro. Uh shout out to, to Culture Inc. Man, episode 72. We had a conversation with Culture Inc. Uh out yeah. of fighting. Evolution Wrestling in Florida. Uh, every Saturday they have uh, their weekly episodes drop on YouTube. Uh, one of the members of Culture Inc., Malik Bosidi, uh, competed this week. And uh, that is currently on my watch list to check out after we are done. I got to support the people that rock yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah. You already know. Big shout out to Versus Pro Wrestling, man. Go check out uh, some of the content. The, the Young Kings Wrestling exclusive content only on young kings wrestling uh about versus pro wrestling last boulevard bro boulevard brawls boulevard bra- <laughs> that uh <laughs> that occurred last weekend uh me and malik was out there putting in work man so go check out some of that content i found out one of the yeah. one of the teams that uh we uh did a did a did a post show interview with team high risk Competing on being the elite last year versus the Young Bucks. I did not know that. So that was pretty cool. Found that out. Mm. Okay. Dig it. There's a lot of people I don't know about. Like, you know how many wrestlers there are? I don't know about them until I until I see about them. And, it, you know, if I don't see yeah, them, I can't I help mean, them. You know what I'm saying? So 
if it's a wrestler who I don't know, like it's you know how many wrestlers there are who I have no idea who they are, and people just be talking about them, and they had this big fan base. And I'm just like, like the it's one just... dude that faced Cody on Dynamite last year, like Warhorse, I think his name is. Something like that. No idea who this dude was. I see everybody talking about him. <laughs> I'm like, he must be good. Yeah. He, was, he was cool. I enjoyed the match. Right. Oh, it's just it, it, this expanded so much between the mainstream and the indie circuit. It's like is this everywhere you turn to something popping up new. So it's like I don't know. I can't. I can't keep track of everybody. Right. I just, you know, if you get to, if you get brought to my attention, if somebody brings you to my attention, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna listen. But if I, you fall nice. through the cracks, yeah, yeah. Like if you the, fall through the cracks, you gotta forgive me. The last person that that got brought to my attention who was nice, Ben Carter. He was on an episode. Oh, yeah. Like he he was wrestling on AEW Dark. I don't watch AEW Dark because I don't got the time to sit. I, I tried to watch it like. Like my guy Ray Phoenix had a match on Dark like about a month ago, maybe two months ago. So I'm watching. I'm tuning in for Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? He had the first match too, so I ain't really have to. I ain't have to skip through the whole video just to watch it. Like he had the first match. I was like, cool. I watched this. Turn it off. Shout out to my guy Ray Phoenix. I, I watched for him, but like other dudes, I ain't watching. So uh, they, had, they had this uh, the late night Dynamite, which was basically a glorified episode of AEW Dark. But I watched it. Mm-hmm. It came on after a uh, what game was it? I don't remember. It was some. It was some NBA game. And uh, Ben Carter had a match. No idea who Ben Carter was. I watched it. Like <laughs> this dude is cold. And then he got signed to NXT UK. And he had a banger with Jordan Devlin a couple weeks back. So if you haven't watched that, go ahead and check that out. Oh, he's not redacted no more. I mean, he's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but like, some people, some people who I know for sure, it's just, it's just so much information out there, so many different opinions. I don't know what, what, what's a fact and what's an opinion. So somebody like Jordan Devlin, I won't, like, you know, gas him up. But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna shit on them either. Like I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna be neutral. Same with Austin Theory. I'm gonna be neutral. Now, if you're a repeat offender like Patrick, it's a whole nother story. Ooh. It's a whole nother story. See, see, you had to, you had to mention it. I haven't seen him on TV. He hasn't been brought up. You know they bring his ass on TV like once a month, and then he'll show, and he he lose a match, and then he gone until next month. So we we'll probably see this dude now. They now we mention him, he's gonna be on TV on Wednesday. I guarantee. See you. What I'm saying? I bet right. we are gonna handshake agreement right now. Ten dollars. <laughs> and neither of us has to pay. It's just it's just for just just I just want to see. Yeah, that, that, if you that, pop up it. on the TV, expect a expect a text message from me in the group <laughs> chat. I look, I I would I expected now now that you brought it to the light, you know, spoke it up. <laughs> I expected anywhere between now and the seventh, between now and February seventh, I expect to see it happen at some point during that time span. What's the seventh? 
we're gonna talk them up. It's not this not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday. Takeover. I thought it was a fourteen. Uh, no, um, yeah, it's a fourteen. All right, so yeah, yeah, I'll push it to fourteen. Yeah, so between now and the fourteenth, cool. At some point, so that's what four four episodes. damn T. And then a takeover. So anywhere between now and then, he's gonna show up. I, I'm sure. Uh, all right, we can finally get into the show now. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it the longest intro, right? <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a pretty slow news week, man. Um, so not a lot to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, hold on, let's get this out the way. Uh, we are fresh off Conor McGregor getting his ass knocked out at UFC 256. Boy, so uh, this this is a wrestling podcast. Conor McGregor is probably the biggest wrestling personality to never be in wrestling. That's a uh, of the you know current you know probably the last ten years. Um, Raw Rumble is next weekend. Oh, Coming calling. Listen, is, is, is Conor McGregor WrestleMania bound? They say they they want some big stars. They need some big names for this two night event. They got to pack two nights of, of just everything in together. So they saying my guy John Cena might be back. They saying they looking you know to to book Goldberg to to wrestle a match possibly. Uh, maybe Taker might make an appearance. Hope not. We gonna get the Taker in a second. No. Um, Conor McGregor is he WrestleMania bound? Reed? Uh if he had won, I would say absolutely not. But because he lost, and I'm still not saying for sure, but because he took this loss tonight, and as I've said on many occasions, the inactivity, jumping in and out between fights, he doesn't need to fight. He's made all his money. Uh, and you have to, you have to question whether or not. fought again after the Floyd thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, if, if you want it, if you want to do it, if you have a passion for it, then, okay, you'll fight. Uh, it's 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 about whether or not he still has the passion to do it now, because like I said, because he lost, like now it. would be, yeah, because he took this L, now would be the perfect time to make your pitch. Like you have a lot more ammunition to make a pitch to him than you do than you would have a couple years back. Because if you remember, they came to Ronda after she got knocked out for the second time. You know what I'm saying? She was on top of the world, just what two years prior, and. Not even, not even a, a year ago, a year prior to that. And all of a sudden, she fell right out the sky. And she showed up at WrestleMania 31 when she was still the champion. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, a few short months after that, gets knocked out by Holly Holm, comes back, Amanda pieces her ass up in about 30 seconds, and that's it. She vanishes. All of a sudden, boom, that's perfect opportunity. She's another one. She didn't need to fight. You know what I'm saying? She had become, you know, she had transcended the sport at this point in time. Even though she took those losses, it's like she was still the face of the company. She made a shit ton of money. And her husband is a fighter too. So it's like, yeah, y'all in good shape. But it was like, okay, now the questions are coming. You might not have it anymore to hang with these girls. And, you know, maybe this ain't it for you no more. So that gives you the ammunition. Okay, Vince, come in with that money and say, listen, you don't got to get punched in the face no more. You know, this is this is you know entertainment, working people, and she's she was a fan. She's been a fan, so mm-hmm. it's like 
that that that's an easy sell. And eventually they got the deal done. We we suspected it would happen for the longest, but you know they did it nice and quiet, and they showed up. Now with Connor, it's a little bit different because Connor's going to be asking for a whole lot more money than Ronda Rousey probably would have, um, because he's a natural entertainer. Like Connor was cutting, truck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor was cutting better promos in the case than a majority of the roster was from 2014 all the way up through i'll say the 2018 because you know he hasn't really been doing that he's been on his humble tip lately so yeah. he hasn't really been cutting the fire like that i seen but, somebody say could be beat the fun out his ass <laughs> he might have i don't i don't know man i don't know but um that that four-year stretch kind of was cutting better promos and all that stuff than than anybody in um in, in, or most of the guys in WWE, and you could tell he watched the product. He keeps his eye on it. You know he does the Vince Man strut in the cage and all that, which he don't do that anymore either. So I'm like, this, this is telling to me right now. But I, I will say this: you have to make a strong pitch ASAP. Like I'm talking, give it 24 hours for him now that he he's done. He's gonna go home with his kids, take some time to chill. Give it 24 hours. Get on the phone, make a pitch, say, hey, Rumble's coming up in Florida. Back, you're gonna have to back the brain truck up because he Connor don't really stay out here. He he lives in Ireland in, at his home. So he you're gonna have to make a big check for him to show up and a big check for him to stay up in the US. So you gotta back up the truck and, and open up the checkbook. But I mean, if you really, if you really want to turn WrestleMania out. That's the way to do it. Now, the only conflict is Conor really wants to to get active because, you know, he said right after the fights, like his inactivity is a factor in, in this, which I, I understand. It's, everybody gets ring rust. Wrestlers, fighters, they all get ring rust. But, um, yeah, he wants to get more active. Now, if he is serious about that, then it don't matter what what number you write down. The, the, you know, he is committed to fighting. He's going to do it. But I will say. That this is the time to do it. If you want to make the pitch, if you want to make it happen, you got to do it ASAP. Facts, man. We will see. Uh, so aside from that, I think probably the only other, like, noteworthy thing that happened this week, uh, Undertaker appeared on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he rubbed some people the wrong way. Uh, got a quote from Mr. Taker here. He says, I just think the product is a little soft. There's guys here and there. Uh, should I do my taker voice? Uh, go for it. Go for it. No, nah, I don't want to do it. Nah, I thought <laughs> it. Uh, there's guys here and there that have an edge to them, but there's too much pretty and not enough substance. I think right now, uh, you know, when comparing his generation to the current locker room, he said, in that era of guys, those were men. You go into a dressing room nowadays, and it's a lot different. I remember walking. I'm going to do the taker voice. I'm ready now. I remember walking in to my first real dressing room, and all I saw were crusty fucking men. Half of them had guns and knives in their bags. Shit just got handled back then. Now you walk in and there's guys playing video games 
and fucking making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I just like those eras, man. I liked when the men were men. <laughs> Scene. That, that, that was bad. That was bad. Because when you said take, I'm thinking you're going to do, I, I was thinking Mark Calloway. So when, when you started, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, and then I just I just pictured him, you know, in in the, in the blue light with the <laughs> the mic the mic cover all holding the mic. Up. I'm like, okay, I got you now. With the glove on, we got the little MMA yeah. glove. <laughs> so uh, oh. I don't really want to comment too much on the man. It's a 55 year old white Republican who loves the troops and loves the police. He's gonna have that thought process. <laughs> He's gonna have that thought process. There's nothing you can do to change it. You can't. You can't shame him. You can't cancel him into changing his opinion. It is what it is. I mean, if you're going to feel some sort of way about it, you're going to feel some sort of way. Me, I don't really care that much. I think like a lot of people from his generation probably feel that same exact way. I don't, I didn't have no overreaction to it like other people did. To, to me, I just looked at it and think, yo, that, 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 that sounds a, a little bit toxic. You know, like you, to to be a man, you gotta be you gotta have a knife carrying, carrying guns and knives in your bag and probably drugs. Cause this, I mean, 80s, 90s. You seen they was have all you doing seen listeners? If you're watching on YouTube, pause this video, go open another YouTube tab, type in Great American Bash 1988 backstage, and just watch. <laughs> just watch it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God. But I think like only thing I only thing I'm gonna say about this is like as far as the, the the gun and knives part, it's not really necessary because you know back then guys had to carry guns and knives in their bag because they had to threaten a promoter when they wasn't gonna pay them. So you don't gotta really deal with that now. A lot of there's a lot more honesty. All the all the toxic stuff is a little bit out of you know. Not, it's still there. Like it's still there. Yeah. But it's not as it's not as bad. Like, like we got more LGBT wrestlers, and I'm I'm gonna this this is very relevant to Undertaker right now. Uh, got a lot, lot more LGBT wrestlers out here. Back in the day, guys, you know, guys weren't coming out and being open about it like that. And if they were, a very small amount of people knew. Yeah. Uh, case in point. <clears throat> sorry, Taker, Chris Canyon. My guy Canyon has a episode of Dark Side of the Ring coming up in season three. And I feel like Mr. Undertaker might have opened up a can of worms with his comments in regards to that. Because I think they might try to get him out of here. If you know what I'm talking about. On oh. YouTube, pause the video again. And go type in Undertaker Canyon and just watch it. I don't think the I actually don't think the video is on YouTube. I remember I, I looked for it some while back. Go on Google though. It's on Daily Motion. I don't think it's on YouTube because uh Canyon was singing a song and they probably blocked it because of the song he was singing. It's a very popular song. Uh, they got something up here. Did it? Yeah, 
Yeah, Undertaker, Chris King, and Paul Heyman segment. It's on there in full. It looked like it's six minutes thirty nine seconds. Maybe. I mean, the whole segment was trash before Kane even, you know, no pun intended. Before Kane yeah. came out there, but <laughs> it's like it, it, I'm not even saying that as a joke because, like, they literally had this man come out the closet. Oh, they, that's what they did. That's, I, that's what they did. It's a, it's a so, very, it's a so very this, like. It makes everybody look bad, and they are lucky this segment happened in two thousand three. Oh yeah, Oof. on SmackDown too. Like if it happened on Raw, might have got a little bit of backlash. It happened on SmackDown, so it was a little bit under the you know. This I'm 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 gonna say this, and this is as deep as I'm gonna get about it, right? So if we're to believe Taker, he officially retired in November. That means that you spent 30 years, three decades in this business. So for you to come out and say that the product, yeah, yeah. So for you to come out and say that the product is soft. What does that say about you since you are the veteran, the godfather, the, the the leader in that locker room, essentially, above pretty much everyone else? The judge what of wrestling court. Say? Right, right. You were the guy that people came to, uh, newcomers and veterans alike. They came to you about, you know, what to do with their careers and suggestions and things to get better. They came to you before, you know, anyone else. What does that say about you that the product is soft? If you've been there for three decades, that's that that's my only question that I would ask you, Mr. Taker. Because I, I've I've never said a ne- had a negative thing to say about him, but it seems that this new Mark Calloway that's becoming open with people is getting a lot of stuff off his chest. And this is one, like you said, that's gonna rump some people the wrong way. I just have that question. Like Okay, sure. Maybe that it's a different era. Maybe to you it's soft, but again, you just left last year or this is a few months ago. So, I mean, if you've been around, even if you weren't wrestling as much, you've been around the product, you've been around the people, then what wouldn't it, wouldn't that fall a little bit of responsibility on you? Just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because the 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 new the new generation are a product of what came before them. Every one of y'all that wrestled in your era and beyond paved the way for them. So it's like raising a child. If the kid is soft, what's that make the parent? Right. That's all well, I want to know. Well put. Well put. Uh, I'm just saying, man, Taker, uh, you think Undertaker ever seen Menace in Society? Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. There is a scene in Menace Society. Probably the most <laughs> iconic scene in the Duke. whole movie. The legend, Bill Duke, in the interrogation of Now, you see now, you fucked fuck up, up, you know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. No, I'm going to say it, but, but, but you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, also this past week, AEW uh, announced that the man called Sting We'll be teaming with TNT champion Darby Allen to take on Brian Cage and Ricky Starks for Team Tags. Oh. In a street fight. 
at Revolution. And uh, I'm not even going to elaborate on this one because me, like, it's Sting. And I said I don't want to see Sting wrestle, but we all knew it was going to happen. So I'm just going to hope Sting doesn't, you know, kill himself or, you know, become a paraplegic, become a quadriplegic, whatever. Hope they keep him uh, safe. Okay. Almost saw so, a man die a couple months ago on this show. I hope they so, don't come close again, ever. I'm going to, I'm going to put this as emotionless as I can, because I said, I'm not going to. Not gonna put that that kind of effort into it, but I'm just gonna put this in logical terms for all of y'all listening. Okay. No, I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that because people don't listen anyway. So I'm just gonna keep this <laughs> short and simple. They, they don't right? listen. They don't listen to us what we say. They do the complete opposite of what we exactly. say every single time. Exactly. Exactly. Drive me up a wall. But uh, just, 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 just follow me here. Okay. On March twentieth. Steve Borden, also known as Sting, will be 62 years of age. I should also point out that Steve Borden, also known as Sting, has spinal stenosis. For those who don't know what that is, it is the career killer as we have come to know it. The likes of Edge, who had to retire, even though he did come back, and but he had to have his neck fused for about, I think, the third time in order to do it. Nine years old, under the age of uh, not sixty. So you can't. Be oh like, well. Oh well, Edge came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm. It's just Edge, like Edge is still fairly young. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like when when you hear when you hear that term in wrestling, your your career is over, according to the doc. Um, no matter what who you see about it, when they when they pronounce that term. It's essentially it's over because what they the, the the general idea is that you run the risk of paralyzing yourself completely. You turn turning yourself into a vegetable if you get in there and take bumps, just a simple bump. Okay, so and he suffered an injury that really kind of hit that home about six seven years ago. Fifteen. Yeah, so six years ago. Suffered an injury at, when a match with Seth bit Rollins. About, about five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a match with Seth Rollins for the WWE title. Uh, he took a bad buckle bomb, hit his neck, and that's what really set things into motion. So only six years or five removed from that injury, about to turn 62, and you put him in a match where there really aren't any rules with a big beefy man and Brian Cage. Big meaty man slapping me. I don't know what's... <laughs> yeah, I was pausing because I knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, him and Ricky Starks teaming with Darby Allen. This, uh, you don't care about this man and his health. You don't. You really don't. Like, I, I get it. I understand. I grew up watching Sting when I was a kid. I, just like I grew up watching Goldberg, just like I grew up watching Taker, they're all, it, they all have their own star power within the wrestling business, no matter where you go. But these men are 
outside the primes of their lives right now, okay? They are far outside of that. Goldberg wrestles one minute, 30 seconds a match. Taker can no longer do it. Sting shouldn't do it. This is not a good idea. If you were going to have, if, and I stress this if because I don't want to see it, but if you were going to have Sting wrestle, then it should have been with someone like Cody because at least Cody is safe and Cody you know, is, a, is a veteran. Cody's a leader. And he's a phenomenal wrestler. And I have no doubt that you know, with the respect that he has for his business, Sting worked with the likes of his father and Ric Flair. So, I mean, if anyone would be a perfect candidate to work with Sting to get to a safe match in his conditions, that would be the choice. Plus, you, you built it up when he first showed up in AEW anyway. So that would have made more Cody sense. Cody is the How perfect the hell person to, to, to work Sting, too, because Cody can can take the reins. You know, one, he, he's, he blurs a line in between heel and face anyway. So yeah. if you wanted him to work a heel in that match, he don't, he don't really got to do much offensively. Sting doesn't have to do much either. You could really just kind of play it in there, just Cody's being cocky. Maybe, you know, put him in a figure four. You know, yeah. Sting, Sting knows what it's like to be in a figure four. So. Yeah, it's it's just that simple. But it's like. Just, just work over no. his legs a little bit. Just make Cody into that that asshole. Just kind of, you don't got to hit him with moves, but but just, you know, disrespect him a little bit. You can book Cody really I, well. I just this this is not the what to do. I don't know how we got here. And please, this is my last point. Please, for the love of God, stop comparing Darby Allen to Sting. That is not the parallel. That is not who they that they are not alike. Aside from face paint, there is nothing that puts them together. I think I talked about this with Matt on Smacking the Raw. Uh, if you're gonna compare Darby Allen to anybody, it's Jeff Hardy. Plain and simple. Oh my comparison either. But 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 no, think about it though. Darby Allen comes out to the ring on a skateboard, jumping off of shit, Daredevil style. That's Jeff I Hardy. I just don't like Darby Allen. So like you know, I'm a huge Jeff Hardy fan. So when people do that comparison, yeah. I get a little bit offended. Well, uh, it's just if, if if we're if you're gonna parallel his character, his arc, his his personas to anybody based off of what just what I've seen of him, because I only saw him when I started watching. I relatively watched AEW. This is a little bit I've seen. What I've seen in that is that I would compare it more so to Jeff Hardy than I would to Sting. I don't see anything, again, outside of the, the, the face paint, I don't see anything that even comes close to looking like, oh, this could be the Sting of our generation. Not even close. So we got to stop doing that. Please stop. Face paint and bleach blonde and, hair. And that, yeah, and, and after, <laughs> this is terrible. And after this, this match, which I don't want to see Sting do more than 30 seconds in, please let this be over and move on and keep that man out the ring. Please and thank you. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to turn that into a, it like turned into a rant like midway through, but it's like <laughs> uh what else we got, man? Uh, SmackDown was very good this week. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, I will talk about a little bit of what happened when we talk about the Rumble. Mm. We're going to get our Rumble predictions out the way, man. Uh, as it stands currently, January 20, 
2021, at least on my end, is is, is well into 24th on Reek's side. But yeah. <laughs> my end is still the 23rd as it stands. We have four matches scheduled for the 2021 Royal Rumble. Uh, two title matches, both world titles are on the line. Both men's world titles are on the line. Uh, we got two rumbles, men and women. Uh, I anticipate maybe one more match being added. Maybe Sasha and Carmella. And Sasha had a very, very good match this past week. Uh, I've seen some people talking down on it, talking about how it was dumb, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's definitely for, it, it, and this is my issue. When people say they don't like something because they think it's dumb or because it's not wrestling or whatever. One, this is WWE. You already know what it is here. It's like, I don't like Boston Market, okay? My old job, my old job for like, I, I used to go to work Thanksgiving for a couple hours to get that holiday pay. You already know me and my job would cater uh, Boston market. Mm. Some people don't have families that they care about. And so they just come into work the full day, take up, you know, take other people's shifts and work the entire day and get that holiday pay. I feel it. me. I have a family. I like my family. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. But one of those years I worked uh, like three hours and I, I was there for lunch. So I was like, let me try this. I haven't had Boston Market in a very long time. I ended up getting sick off of the Boston Market, bro. <laughs> that was the, the, the night of the, the butt fumble. You remember that, Rick? You a Jets fan. It was the same night of the butt fumble. I was sick in my bed watching the game because I, I got food poisoning off of Boston Market. So me, I'm, you know, I like to think certain things are anomalies. I, I don't like to take one... Uh, event that occurred in my life and take that experience going forward. Like something has to happen to me twice for me to really not fuck with it. So the next year at my job, I had Boston Market again. I'm thinking like maybe it was just that one time. I don't have, but I don't eat Boston Market usually. One, the food was nasty. So I only got the potatoes this time. That was the only thing I liked anyway. Potatoes are like, I got sick again, Reed. So <laughs> I have not eaten Boston Market since. Oh, man. Because I know what I'm going to get with it. With WWE, why are you watching it to, to, to get a very specific type of wrestling? When you know that's not what you're going to get. And they complain about it. The the Sasha versus uh, side nigga Reggie, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't going to be a, a, a five-star, you know, Seven star Tokyo Dome classic. No, but that was great. It, that was it, great for what it was. It was really good for what it was. Shout out to Sasha yeah. Banks, make, you know, making making Reggie look good. Right. For for a rookie. And you know, he, he didn't really do much. He did a lot of acrobats. That's probably, you know, somebody said this isn't wrestling. Yeah. You're like, he's not a wrestler, he's a that's Cirque du Soleil person, he's an entertainer. I was like, he's, he's like that's that's why he's at the performance center, so he can get better. One, that's all he needed to do. Two, he didn't have to do you nothing. Knew that's what he would do. You knew that's what he would do because he was doing he did it a few weeks ago. Before. Thank you. Like when, when Carmella was first going after Sasha, when the first time this nigga showed up, he was doing backflips off the apron. So don't right. act like you didn't know this stuff. Pay attention. It advanced the story. We're probably going to get a rematch between Sasha and Carmella. And it probably should go yeah. the same way it did last month. Uh, but I, I saw this stat uh, Sasha Banks is the fourth woman 
a fourth woman, excuse me, in WWE history to tap a man out. Uh, and all these instances happened in the last five years. Uh, Becky, Becky Lynch tapped Becky. out James Ellsworth. Ellsworth, yep. Uh, and I guess they said she tapped out Mike Kanellis as well at some point after that. I don't remember that, but I remember Ellsworth. Uh, Oscar tapped out James yeah. Ellsworth also. Uh, <laughs> Rhea Ripley tapped out Robert Stone a few months ago, and and now this. Oh one. shit! Yeah, that's right. I forgot they had that little. Sasha Banks can have a good match on anybody. She can have a good match on a broomstick, including a sommelier. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like a. Uh, all right, I'm not even going to attempt to act like I know what a sommelier is, but from the context of what they they you know when they talk about Reggie on commentary, I guess he's like a wine connoisseur slash servant. Like a butler, yeah. And see, and that, that's the thing too. Wine. That's the thing too. Why didn't they got to be a butler to the white girl? Yeah, as that. Thank you, because that, that that that's been my issue with it. When they say that term sommelier, I'm like, I got a little. I don't want to be that guy, but I got a little bit of an issue with this terminology. Basically that's saying racist? that this, yeah, it's basically saying that this black man is the servant to this white woman coming out here snapping her fingers. And waiting on this nigga to bring her a glass of champagne. I, it's not. You don't want to do that type of shit on TV, especially with the times that we're in. That's all network I'm TV say about it. Yeah, on Fox, on Fox. It's on Fox though. I don't. They, they I don't. Oh, of course. But I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think that's. Don't think that's a bright idea. But what do I know? I'm just a wrestling fan. Are they gonna add this match to the card though? You think? If they do, it's probably not going to last long, which I know, thank God, we're long years. Yeah, probably. We're long years past, you know, the women getting only a couple of minutes. But if they do, it'll probably be something like the pre-show because, you know, the Rumble. pre-show might be the best time they could get on the show, too. I think on the pre-show, there's the Rumble, too. And the Rumble is like. I think the, the pre-show for the big four pay-per-views is a little longer. Like the regular pay-per-views have hour pre-show. Then yeah. you get like two hours to Sasha and Car, you know, for Sasha and Carmella to get eh, 10 minutes. I think it's enough time. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think they can um, get that on the on the main card because yeah, yeah, the Rumble's two hour long, long matches. Uh Roman exactly. and Kevin Owens is gonna get probably like 30 minutes again. Um Drew and Goldberg is going to be pretty short, which is crazy. The cool down match is your WWE title match. They're going to they're gonna have five minutes. Three minutes and 27 seconds is going to go to entrances. Yeah. So that's your match. And uh, for y'all that's worried about Drew, I'm just going to get my prediction out here. If y'all worried about Drew losing in 30 seconds, I... I, I I would like to bet. I would like to bet you on that. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna happen. Like this is not like the Fiend losing to Goldberg. This is not like Dolph Ziggler losing to Goldberg. This is one of the most protected guys they have built up in a while. There's a reason he's champion. They 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 booked this man. They had this man lose the belt so he could win it on free TV a couple weeks later. Just, just for that reason. 
So they care. They they care about. It. They want to make him look good. And uh, him beating Goldberg is is going to look pretty good. Goldberg's been dominating a little bit over some guys the past few years since he came back. Beat Brock. Yeah. Beat the Fiend. Well, you're looking good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying too. Like uh, the thing was, that's my pick, know, Drew winning. Okay. Yeah, and and that's what I got to. But um. It's like I look differently at the whole Fiend Goldberg match. Yeah, we don't we didn't want to see it, but you know, we realized later on the Fiend never needed the title. He doesn't need the title. So it was okay for him to lose that match. Again, we don't want it, but it was it didn't really truthfully hurt him because you know the whole thing about the Fiend, as we're gonna see with this whole thing with Randy, is that he could take these little losses during the time for the time being, but he's gonna come back with a bigger win. With Drew, we got to understand something. Drew is going to get another head to hang on his wall because I need to to run this down for people right now, okay? We need to understand that in the last calendar year, this man won the Royal Rumble, and he has beaten personally in ring the likes of Seth Rollins, Rock Lesnar, the Big Show. Big Show. Murphy. The big um Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Lashley. Randy Orton twice. Only person he ain't beat is Roman. Yeah, pretty much. Jay Uso. Uh the, the, the list goes on. It really does. Keith Lee, just two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yeah. So they're building a resume for him. And he's most likely going to go into WrestleMania as champ. Whether he wins or not is going to be a different story, but that that that's what this is. That's what this is. You've given him another trophy to hang up, another head to hang on the wall, and that's what this is going to be, plain and simple. Like it's probably it's still going to be about a minute and some change, but he's Goldberg is going to get the Braun Strowman treatment just with Claymore. So that's all it's going to be. And uh, in him holding the title, like like you, you brought up him holding the title at WrestleMania, that's completely contingent. On who wins the rumble, and uh, yep, if they go with my pick to win the rumble, that'd be a very good pick. I I, I changed my pick. Like me and Reek had a conversation off record before we started recording, and uh, my initial pick to win the rumble, I, I was I was liking Daniel Bryan to win it. Like I think it's you know he's, I think he's a favorite at this point. I want to say. Uh, the betting favorite. Yeah. And you got guys like AJ Styles has been, you know, had a lot of momentum. Uh, Cesaro's had a pretty good couple weeks. And shout out to Cesaro. Great promo on SmackDown. Uh, beat Boy. two former world champions two weeks in a row. Beat Daniel Bryan. Beat Dolph Ziggler. We're going to stop teasing. Just pull the trigger. We're going to stop teasing this moment. I don't expect like- him to win the Rumble, but I expect him to look damn good during the match. Like, yeah, you you can you can you can do something with it going forward. I think it like I I'm not I'm not one of those fans that you know, overrate. I think I think fans overrate are a little bit. Like he's he's good. Don't get me wrong, but the, the way y'all be talking about him, like he he Ric Flair or something. Oh oh no no no! I said I'm one of those people that say he deserves a proper singles push. You know, to be in the main event, I think he deserved another uh mid card title. Like he was a U.S. championship at one point, 
I think he can go have a reign. He, he, he can do an like open challenge, win the title, have an open challenge. I don't think he should re- – honestly, I don't think he should be in the world title scene. But that mid-card title, see. not everybody needs to be a world champion. It's fine. It, well, he's carved out a very – one, like, if people say Cesaro has a wasted career, this dude is well, very – like some people say that, but this dude is how many times has he won the tag titles? How many partners has he won the tag titles with? I, I have no idea. First, it, it, the thing is, like, first time I ever heard about Cesaro was in a tag team with Chris Hero, Kings of Wrestling. Yeah. So, like, he's a, uh, I'm, I, I knew him as a tag team guy to begin with, and that's kind of the lane he's called for himself in the WWE. He has the championships, like singles wise. I think uh, another mid card title reign is probably good enough. But I think, like as far as that world title is concerned, it's a lot of guys ahead of him that I, I don't really see realistically him getting a shot over in both scenes. I'll give mm-hmm. KO the title before him. I'll give Daniel Bryan another run before Cesaro. I'll give AJ well, that, another one before Cesaro. Yeah, that, that, that's coming at some point. All three of those are coming at some point. And they got to get it before Cesaro. By the time Cesaro can get it, he's probably going to be like 45. Hey, that'll work. I'll take it. I'm just look, like, I just look at at his body of work with as many. Because you, you, can't, you can't really find a bad Cesaro match. You nah. really can't. So it's like when I look at that, it's like, Awful principle. It don't got to be a long reign. Like he could just have a a solid heel run for a couple months. He win the title, and you know put a, a new star over or something, just something like that. Simple. But I just for a guy that puts on that kind of type of body of work, I couldn't see not rewarding him at least with at least one run with the belt. You know what I'm saying? That that's just me. Like the mid card titles are great, and you know now that they're getting some proper shine again. Although the U.S. title has been eh, just sitting on Lashley's shoulder, but it's sitting on. Speaking of Lashley, that's my pick on the Rumble. I got hella off track. Yeah. That is my pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm look. I, I, I'm looking at at Bobby Lashley's record, man, and uh, this man has not been pinned in a match since September 28th. And I don't think he got pinned in that match. He he well, aside from losing to Matt Riddle a couple weeks ago, uh yeah. which was some some fluky stuff that protected him very, very well. Yeah, uh her know. business lost a six-man tag on September 28th. And that was the last time Bobby Lashley lost a match. But before that, I am scrolling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> And, and they yeah, are wrestling, no they, they've been wrestling on TV for the better part of the last year, by the way. Yeah, he hasn't really, he hasn't missed the taping in I don't know how long. So I think, uh, like, Backlash to Drew was the last time he lost, like, definitively lost a match. And that was in May. June. Oh, June, June, yeah. Jesus. So for the last six months, Bobby Lashley has been pinned twice. And has wrestled pretty much every single week. Hey, man. I don't think y'all realize this. Bobby Lashley is the most protected non-champion 
in the WWE right now, and he is my pick to win the 2021 Royal Rumble. And he's going to beat Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. He's going to be the second, third, third ever black man to be WWE champion and only the second to win the Royal Rumble. You know there's only one black man to win the Rumble? He didn't even win it. The Rock in 2000. The Rock in 2000, he, he, was, he was certified uh, Royal Rumble winner. He did not win it. He got eliminated. He came back in the match and eliminated the true winner, the Big Show. So The Rock technically didn't even win the Rumble. There's never been a Black Royal Rumble champion in WWE history, and that needs to change. And I think it's going to change. Okay. So that's my pick. That's technically true. However, uh, last year, more Asians to win the Rumble than black people, Reek. Yeah. yeah, And the two Asians happened the same year. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Lastly, he's a champ, though. He's the U.S. champ. But um, while I I do have no problem with Lashley main event in Mania, uh, my money's actually sticking with Daniel Bryan. And it's because I, I pay attention to their patterns over the years. They won't shut up for one second about Daniel Bryan never winning a battle royal in WWE. They do it all the time, no matter what it is. Like they, as soon as he shows up on screen, whether it's backstage, in the ring, Daniel Bryan has never won a battle royal in WWE before. So you're basically saying that he's going to win the Royal Rumble. You just need to to put enough, you know, uh, what's I'm thinking of? You give him enough obstacles that he needs to hurdle because yeah. they did it with Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is the smallest guy in the Rumble. Uh, you know, he's in there with Giants. There's, there's no way he can win the Rumble. And then he gets there that night. He draws number two. And they just, just played up the entire night. There's no way he can run the table. It's like, and then, and then this is going to get a little spicy thing here. To add to that too, Reek. Uh, I, I forgot to mention during my my Rumble watch, uh, I was watching the Greatest Royal Rumble. If you remember, he entered at number one, and he currently holds the record for mm. the longest time in a Royal yeah. match. I'm surprised they haven't yeah. brought that up. And I think part of the reason they haven't brought it up is because they're going to redo the same thing over again. They they might they might, um, but and, and that, that's my thing too. It's like they 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 have to create the, the story of the underdog guy, and it, this this is this is where I'm gonna get a little bit you know because people ain't gonna like this, but Ben won 2004. He was he was the underdog number one. No one's ever done it other than Shawn Michaels and what was it 95. Yep. Uh, nobody came in at number one and ran the gauntlet since then. He came in and he did it. He was a small guy. It was underappreciated in WWE, and we already, you know, we've talked about the parallels that they've drawn between Chris Benoit and Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan's a safer of the two. But, um, yeah, I just, I think that, number one, we're, we're turning He's to a much nicer person, of, too. Well, well, yeah, we know that. Like, aside yeah, from the um, obvious stuff we know, there, there's some stuff you hear about and how, you know, he, he operated in the locker room, and I don't, I never heard that stuff about Daniel Bryan. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but number one, we're getting towards the the twilight of Daniel Bryan's career. He's winding down as he's he's already said it before. So 
it, it, it's okay for him to to get one last notch on the belt on the way out. But also, too, when you look at what you could potentially give Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, there there's not a lot better you could do than Daniel Bryan. At this point in time, if you had waited, so God, Jay Uso jumped his ass in Gorilla a while back too. Yeah, right, right. So that that's been slowly building up anyway. But um, if you had held off the whole thing with Kevin Owens for a while, that could have did it because they they haven't missed with their matches so far, yeah. and they're probably going to do another killer at the Royal Rumble. It might be the best one that they do, but that could have did it. But since you have that going on, and that's carrying you know into these later months. You know, Daniel Bryan might be the best bet you can go with. You know, if you're not going to give him a, a guy who's 50 plus years old and wrestles maybe one match a year, which we don't need to see anyway. But yeah, that, that would be the probably the best story you can go with. It'll probably close the show. And, um, you know, yeah, that, 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 that's good. Now, on the, on the raw side, I still do see a black man challenging Drew. For the WWE title at Mania, although I'm not sure it's going to be Lashley, I think you know who I'm talking about because uh, he's known to be limitless. So at WrestleMania, all limits are off, in my opinion, and that's that's what I've heard is a plan potentially. Anyway, you got Uncle Keith as your uh, backup. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it, it's it's going to happen. But I I have said too that. The Black Evolution prophecy has to come true with the Hurt Business. And the best way to do that is to get the strap on Lashley. So at some point, he'll probably lose the U.S. title within the next couple months. That's fine. Like I said, it hasn't really been getting a lot of burn lately in terms of you know defenses. But that means Lashley's got to get that that big WWE title. The Hurt uh, said and Shelton already had the Raw Tag titles. Somehow MVP will get his hands on the U.S. title and we get the Black Evolution prophecy. Like I said, I've been That's speaking said, it into existence. Fuck up his spot and get kicked out. I don't, and I don't understand why they're trying to do this already, man. Like they just, they just started this faction a couple months ago. They don't, they don't, they don't. You already know. Hey. Said just, said just got to be a part of it. What two months ago? We 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 can't we can't get to we can't be already be trying to to plant some seeds of a breakup like right. it's way too early for that man i agree so you got you got daniel bryan winning it yeah i got Lashley. okay uh universal championship last man standing uh tribal chief roman reigns versus kevin owens uh pretty sure we, we know who's gonna win this uh, oh yeah but if they surprise us I, I wouldn't be mad i think you just i don't know but I'm gonna go with the safe pick and, and pick and pick Roman. Yeah, it's, it's gonna get ugly. It's gonna get real ugly. Cause uh, Heyman by hyping and stuff. Shout out to Heyman, man. Best Shout best Heyman promo. Heyman. Not to be a prisoner of the moment, but I, I, I allowed what's today Saturday, so it was just last night. So it's been about 24 yeah. hours, a little bit more than 24 hours. Uh, that's Heyman's best promo of his whole career, just because he said, "I'm from New York." I'll whoop your ass. I will beat your ass. I'm from New York. I'll whoop your ass. You talk. You disrespect my tribal chief. I'm like, oh, okay, Paul. He got his ass cooked. Up here. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. 
He did, hey. truly. Uh, it. Yeah, I, I, I got the big dog though, man. Adam Pierce thought shit was sweet. <laughs> Adam Pierce, man, you know it's crazy. They they allowed Roman Reigns to go on national television on Fox on network TV and call his boss a pussy. Yo, I said, two million people. I said that too. Bro, I'm sitting up there. I'm like, yo, did he really just say puss like Adam Pierce? I'm like, oh, he riling out TV right now. And, and Roman's Rome, another one puss. though. You can't say pussy. Yeah, you can't. You just don't take the Y off it and good. But now Roman too. I, I get you know people keep complaining. Oh, we keep 15, 17 minutes of Roman Reigns on every SmackDown. Listen, people meaning me. If he's, if he's, but, but I'm saying like if he's doing this. But like that I'm one, not, I got no issues with that. It was it was effective, right? The all the other ones is kind of the same thing. This one it was, it was something different, so I didn't mind it. Because at first I'm like, damn, here we go again on some CJ stuff. But <laughs> but they 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 switched it up and uh, I was engaged. That's all I can say. Roman gonna win it though. But if they want to yeah. give it to KO for a little bit, I ain't gonna trip. Well, look, I, I, you know, and I said this you know, to the chamber, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. That, that's why I, I said that's perfect. Week. I'm like, listen. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, you said just let, let you know, have KO yeah. win it and then let Roman wild out in the chamber because, like, he picks. Trash, niggas. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> let, that let would be, be a thing record. of beauty. Oh, yeah. That would be a thing of beauty. He could do that, like, like, like when Goldberg first got in the chamber and started wrecking everybody. That, that could be one of those moments. And Roman is in a perfect position to do it. So, Go for it. I'm not mad at all. For sure, man. And uh, Women's Royal Rumble. It's the last match that is uh, currently scheduled on the Rumble card. Uh, my pick, I- I've been going back and forth with this. And um, since, since you know, since card subject to change and, and things might change, I don't know what's going to happen on Monday. But assuming Alexa Bliss isn't uh, added to the field. I don't think she is right now, so I'm not going to pick her. But if she gets added to the field, just know my she prediction is. is Alexa. Is she in the field? She is. Okay. Yeah, because uh, that, that's what she was talking about on Monday. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So, a little conflicted here. Uh, I was going to say Bianca. They let Bianca pick Otis fat ass up on television <laughs> on her shoulders. Oh man. And then had enough energy to cross Bailey up. Oh my God. Like and made one. Her, made her touch earth. Sitting Bailey. Had Bailey the doing the stanky leg. Oh my God. Bailey was about that to was go my right pick. into that. She was about to go right into the barricade. That was my pick, but since I'm finding out Alexa is innocent, I saw Alexa pin the Raw Women's Champion this past week. That's my pick, Reed. Mm. Yeah, I, which I, I think, think if you put that women's match on first and Alexa wins, my men's pick is changing too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already know. I, I was going to say that too uh, because that, that that's where I was. I was in a horse Number race 30. between. Yeah. I was I was in a horse race between Bianca and Shayna because I was of the of the mindset that Shayna should have won it last year. 
this would be the perfect time to do it. And now that, you know, she kind of getting her edge back, all they got to do is separate her from Nia. We'll be fine. But, um, yeah, I was between, I was like neck and neck between Bianca and Shayna. But then this thing with, with Alexa jumped off and, oh, man. I, as, as soon as Raw was done this past week, I'm like, I need Alexa and Oscar for the belt. Probably at Mania. Like at, at some point, but that, but most likely at Mania, because this is first off, this is the most intrigued I will have been in the Raw Women's title since the summer. But Alexa is overshadowing the majority of the roster, men included. <laughs> yeah, that that that's hitting right now. That's hitting on another level. So, and and then then she she pinned Oscar clean. So. There, there ain't much Oscar's, else to do there. I, I thought Oscar played the role great. Like she was on the little uh playground and she yeah, she wasn't intimidated by none of that shit. Come match time, different story. Look, look, I don't I didn't like Alexa that made she Oscar look shook. a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, I'm just like, listen, Oscar is a killer, she ain't scared of killers, you know what I'm saying? But she, she didn't know she she was dealing with it, she thought it was all fun and games. Yeah, now now if she if she flipped that switch, she turned it on. Then okay, cool. But I'm like, don't 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 have me out here thinking that Oscar's being punked by this girl. Like this ain't this ain't Sheeta and um Abaddon. What's name? Abaddon. Yeah, this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, um I, I'm definitely leaning on Alexa now. Like she is leading the pack firmly because I was gonna I was about to get on here. If this was before Monday Night Raw, I was gonna get on here flip a coin to see who who I'm picking between Bianca and Shayna. Now they gotta, I gotta, I gotta set that back because Alexa leading the pack, and uh, like like you said too, if she does win that that man's rumble, I gotta, I gotta flip everything I just said because uh, he gonna be back. Right. I, I I think he'll be in the match anyway. Uh, Number thirty, he'll probably he'll probably get Orton eliminated or you know do something to mess with him. But if Alexa win, he oh, might yeah, do it. Like you remember, uh, 04 Rumble. Oh yeah, but Kane, Kane and Taker, they, they can do that same yeah. situation. So I mean, Bray don't got to be in the match and take the spot from somebody who who might need it or could use it. Is I feel if you gonna have Bray come in and and I, I'm totally changing the course of what I said like two minutes ago. But if, if Bray gonna come in, he gotta win it. Cause if he don't win it, I don't think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, that's all we got, man. Uh, anything else you wanted to add, Rick? Uh, I, I mentioned this about Cesaro. I, I got there's another name that I have to add into that mix, and it's Shinsuke Nakamura. Because I, I talked about that that gauntlet match he had and how it you know really kind of mirrored Kofi's run a couple of years ago. I need something, something. I don't I don't care what it is. He could go into the the chamber next month and go crazy. He could find his way into the mix for the Universal Title at Mania. I don't care what it is. I need something because. I know Shinsuke don't care either way. I, I say it all the time. It, it, it's what I've it's what I've heard about it. He's there to surf. It's his vacation. 
I get it. But this is a world-renowned professional, and he is a real artist in the ring. And he just showed us that in that gauntlet match. So I need a payoff of some kind. If it's a title shot, if it's a title run, whatever it is, I need some kind of payoff for this. I really do, because I'm tired of being teased like that. Between him and Cesaro, do not tease me with some glimpses of their best selves. Yeah, yeah. Do not tease me with some glimpses of their best selves if you're not going to follow up on it. That's that. That's why I turn into one of those fans that's like, yo, what the hell, what are you doing? Because I try not to do that, but you ain't going to tease me with, with something like this and not hear my mouth. So, you know, just just giving you a warning. A rant is coming if I don't get if I don't get the follow through. It's going to be a few months down the line, but it's coming. Yeah. So do what you got to do to avoid the rant. Yes. Facts. Uh, TC Fontaine, um, plug my socials, man. You go ahead. Follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine. Uh, my post this week. I'm waiting. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. waiting on a. I'm waiting on something. By waiting on something, I'm waiting on a, a fellow host of mine to send me some photos <laughs> that I can post on my on my page. But yeah. when that time comes, I will post said uh, photos. You can go ahead and like them. I need them likes and follow me. Need them follows. Oh man. Uh, follow What's YK up? Wrestling everywhere on all social platforms at YK Wrestling. Started posting back on Facebook again. Only original content, so interviews uh, versus pro wrestling uh, content, podcast content only. Yep. So, no, no memes, no bit of funny <laughs> stuff. It's all business on the Facebook side, but. You know, funny memes, dope content, dope flashbacks, and the whole nine over on Instagram and on Twitter. We be talking shit. So talk a lot of shit on there. you. Check us out. I feel you. I feel you, bro. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at recavic 24 on Instagram and Twitter. Also, make sure you go check out. It's wrong in the background. It's, it's have it. at wreak havoc in the background, but it's actually we, we ain't having two for we, we ain't talking about that. We ain't talking I'm about just that. letting them know if they see that <laughs> they follow you and nothing comes up, you ain't gonna get no followers, bro. I'm just helping. Yeah, you, you just you gotta add the 24. But uh, yeah, follow, check out the Havoc Hour on YouTube, also on Spotify and Anchor, and all the places that you listen to your podcast. Got a new episode up from last week with my guy TC right here and my man SES Vince. We talk some NBA and some football. I'm probably going to do an episode tomorrow night, so keep it locked for that because, as we mentioned earlier, Mr. Conor McGregor got his ass knocked out tonight, and we will know who plays in Super Bowl 45. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Super Bowl 55 by the end of tomorrow night. So, yeah, keep it locked for that. Some new content, but check that out. Reek, man, um, who, should I, who should I bet on? Ugh. Smart money is Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Smart. That's what I was thinking. But I, I, I feel like potentially working myself into a shoot. <laughs> and uh taking taking Aaron Rodgers over my guy. Cause, Cause this is what I'm saying. I don't bet, I don't bet on my teams. 
I never bet on my teams. If anything, I bet against my teams because I'm thinking, especially in the playoffs, is like if I bet against my team in the playoffs and they lose, at least I win some money and made me feel a little better. But other than that, I don't bet. I don't, I don't bet on my teams. So I've never bet on Tom Brady before ever. Now he don't play on my team no more. So I'm thinking about doing it, but I don't want the first time I bet on Tom Brady to be a loss in what might potentially be his last game ever. So I don't know. Well, he's probably going to retire. I doubt it. Because he, he keeps on the words saying, of Rick Flair, I will never retire. Well, yeah, because he keeps on saying like 100% he wants to play to at least 45. He's 43 now. So, I mean, if he hadn't made it this far and he's still healthy, you know, he's full of shit. Is- he said he wanted to play till he was 40. Stop pushing the clock back, bro. <laughs> Next well, thing I, think that was, like, I would like to play till I'm 50. I think that was before he won the fifth championship. So, I mean, that that sure. that plays a factor too. But no, I mean, at, at this point, if you if you say you're 45, you're 43 now, especially if you come close and don't win a Super Bowl, it's like, okay, well, now you got to show you can win a Super Bowl with another team. So and he's got a two-year deal. So Stop hating. In the words of Dr. Umar Johnson, stop hating on the God. You hate on Tom Brady for no reason. And it's kind of cool. no, I, 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 I've suspended. I, 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 actually, like, you were a Jets fan. You got a reason. Like, there's people yeah. who have no affiliation to any other team in the AFC East. They team is they don't even like football. They team they they're not Panthers fans. They're not uh, uh Colts fans. They're not Rams fans. They're not Raiders fans. They're not any fan base that actually has a legitimate reason to not like Tom Brady and the Patriots. They just hate winners. Stop hating winners. That's corny. Yeah, Especially if you I don't have... watch football like that, you'd be like, oh, I just don't like Tom Brady. I love when he loses. <laughs> That's corny. Stop being lame. Yeah, I have stalled. He went a lot. He went a lot. So your whole yeah. life is just disappointment. You get that one little bit of joy every every now in the blue moon. Every now and again, you know, last, last season, I bet it felt real good for you last year. I bet it felt real yeah, good. I, I just I, I stalled my hatred for Tom Brady now because he's no longer a Patriot. So uh, whatever he does is cool. I'm, I'm hey, not sweating it no more. He can't Sean cause me any more pain, so there's no need for me to hate him anymore. Deshaun want to go there? Uh, yeah, about that. I'm, I'm, I'm here. That, 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 that's somebody agent doing doing some work. That's all that is. It, it, it must it must be because I'm hearing some things that making me a little less certain now, and I don't like it. The life of a Jets fan. Must be I, I was optimistic. I was optimistic. I told, you, I told you. I told you. What I tell you. I told you, Reek. Stockholm syndrome, and you are a victim. You're a I victim. Want, I want to. Can we sign off? I want to talk about. I want to talk about this. This has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. And Reek is a victim. Gone. <laughs>